guys. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Selfie Show. Where we are bringing you the weekly dose of sweet and salty. I am Tori, the founder and now co-host of The Selfie Show. I am a nurse, blogger, and podcaster. And I am Sam, a nurse, podcaster, powerlifter, co-host of The Selfie Show, and we quit our jobs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sort of. Sort of. Did we? We love a clickbait moment. Well, yeah, we're going to we, give the juice today. We did some things. We did. We've we been did doing a lot on the back some end. Thanks. The past month for both of us has been particularly crazy, which is why we haven't dropped as many bonus episodes. We've been drowning. Yeah. But, but for good reasons. For good reasons. For good reasons. And so, yeah. Um, Quick update. So healthcare and social media, is it cringe? Like the amount of DMs we've gotten from you guys has been amazing. <laughs> like, it it's is, crazy. I love getting to interact with the community in that way about yeah. these things that affect us. I love it. And I don't know, just hearing your feedback on it has been absolutely amazing. So thank you, you guys. We we loved that episode and I feel like, I don't know, it was just something that we really wanted to highlight and thank you for all your messages. It's been so fun. We love you guys. So, um, okay. We have a couple of wrecks cause we haven't done some wrecks in a while. Like official. Tori you know, loves wrecks. wrecks. I never have wrecks cause I don't do anything but this podcast You're a wreck. and work. I am a, a literal <laughs> wreck, but Tori has actual wrecks. <laughs> Um, okay, so this one is um, my life or life in pink machine gun Kelly's um, docu-series essentially. It is phenomenal. So it's an in-depth look at the dramatic highlights and lows of him as he's chasing to become music's top spot and just sort of like the outside world and stardom and fatherhood and his rise and just his backstory. It was for anyone who's a fan, and I'm a fan. I love Machine Gun Kelly. God. I've been there for a long time. Okay, I've known about him for years and years and years because my brother was such a big fan. I remember way back on the day of the come up when he was like a nothing nobody. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. I just want to. There's a few things. Everything I know about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox's relationship was against my will. <laughs> I don't. All the things that it's they being forced. I it's being forced upon me and I don't want to know and I don't feel like we should even know these things. Secondly, yes, okay. he just looks like Aaron Carter. <laughs> Third, ever since Eminem and him had beef, I'm team Marshall Mathers all the way. I'm oh, sorry. Like yeah, you cannot try to have a rap battle with fucking Eminem mm, and think OG. that you're going to even No, I just, what's he up to? Eminem is, Eminem is much, I, really. well, he did the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, but you know. he doesn't need to be up to anything because he's fucking Eminem. True. He's always going to be legendary, like one but, of the best rappers alive. So I'm like, nice try, Machine Gun Kelly. And then Eminem destroyed him on Kill Shot. <laughs> when that album came out, I used to go to the gym and listen to Kill Shot on repeat and just, yes. So I don't know. I cannot stand Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, I love him. I and love he's his so music. skinny. I, I'm like, you know, I can ugh. get past that. I can get past no. that. Because, you know, but um, you if you're a fan, taste. it's a really good documentary. And I, I didn't even know he was, a, to be honest, a dad. I don't follow him. I, now I didn't know he had his social. own kids. I thought he just was he like was stepdad for. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I actually thought that their relationship was a lot more cringe. But seeing the behind the scenes, I actually, I like it more for them. I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, the other one is a podcast wreck. And I don't know if it's so much as a wreck. Okay, so if you're into the podcast world, you know that this is going on. Back to the Beach with Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Coletti. They're back. I did hear about that. Here's the thing. I never got into Laguna Beach, which is funny because I'm from Orange County. Right. And that's my era. 
Yep. Like that, except I was more the age. I'm the same age as um, Steven. Okay. And Kristen's like, what? She was a few She's 35. Yeah. Oh, and okay. Well, I'm 36. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, I was the same graduating class. So when Laguna Beach came out, I was also like a senior and it was like, yeah. it was like the and, same in Orange County. So it was weird, but I never got into it. I just was always like me being from Orange County. I always felt like this is a poor representation of us I know, isn't it in funny? Orange County. Yeah, yeah. So I, for that reason, like never could get on board. Okay. Can we talk about this? Yeah. It has been 18 okay, years. Okay. You did not have to talk about it this. It has been 18 years. That means that. my high school reunion, my 20 years and two years, which means I have <gasps> to hold it together for two more years because the only reason I'm going to go to my 20 year high school reunion is so I can stun on these hoes mm, and be like, look obviously. who's hot right here that's the only reason i'm gonna go to my high school reunion is just to be hot uh well Cavalari and coletti they're back and turning their friendship into partnership so they have teamed up to co-host a laguna beach rewatch podcast so they're basically going through each episode that's fun though episode by episode and giving the backstory because we all know reality tv is so not yeah. yeah and they so go fake. through it and they're like this is how staged it was and they go through the things that were real and the things that weren't and personally, I mean, I love Kristen. She, to me, is like the original, like, OG villain. Yeah, I remember they used to have the Team Kristen shirts yeah. and the Team, like, yeah, yeah Lauren. Or Lauren. Um, so, but it's crazy because I agree with you, to be honest. Okay, so they, they're recapping it. So naturally, I went to watch or stream it. You can stream it on, I think it's Amazon Prime or Paramount and go through it. And it's so crazy how different production was mm-hmm. back then, mm-hmm. 18 years ago. Like, to be honest, it's so it's hard to watch because it's so slow. And, you know, production nowadays is yeah. so the content and like the way that they do production is so high quality that watching it, it's almost painful. hard. To, it's painful to watch back. It's really bad. But, um, you know, and it's funny because I was more of a Hills girl. Like I, I never got into the hills. I loved the hills. Which is funny because Audrina Patridge was from like my same hometown of Yorba Linda too. Yeah. And I just, same thing. I'm like, mm, eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really loved the hills. If I had to choose one, I was more of a hills girl versus Laguna And Beach. I hated Heidi and Spencer. So I just fundamentally could not get on board with that show. <laughs> I was... I don't know. Always bothered me. He's also making comeback. He's getting on all the podcasts oh and all God. the things. I so just he's like a cockroach that will never die. Like just go away. He's he's very he's cringe. Yes. Like the uh, amount of cringe coming from that man. It makes me like not want to have children. Imagine having children and they grow up to be that. I I'd be like so embarrassed of my child. <laughs> mm. Okay. Speaking of which, uh, we have a really good unpopular opinion of the week. So this kind of comes from cringe and social media. And this is my thought on this. Okay. I judge men versus women on social media so much differently. Okay. Explain. Like if a guy is coming out here with all these selfies and just kind of doing like the self obsessed, like so into himself, I'm judging your, your Instagram (laughs) handle. Like, like, I don't want to see that. Like, I want to see you go on hikes. I want to see you with like your niece or your nephew or your dog or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so much more cringe when they're doing like just straight up selfie all the time. I don't know what it is. Like I'm here for all the girl selfies, like bring them all, all the time. But I feel like for some reason, I am judging. This is my double standard. I'm sorry. This is a double standard I can get behind. Yeah. Because there's so many other double standards. I don't know. I still get so much hate for my Instagram. And I'm like, me. Yeah. I'm like, it's not a thirst Bring trap it. if I just look like this. Also, you're self-aware. It's a thirst trap. Thank you. Yeah. It is. Mm. You know, we're here for the trapping. Um, Can I like unpopular opinion? You know what actually grinds my gears i like saying that a lot you're into <laughs> this grinds my gears that makes me laugh this when i kept listening saying. to our clip from the 
social media episode where it's like, you want to know what grinds my ears? Every time I hear it, I like crack up and I'm like, why am I 90 years old? <laughs> like who talks like that? What a old <sighs> grandma. So I get actually annoyed when people are like too cool for social media though. When they're like, oh, or like, especially if I'm like dating some, or they're just like, yeah, I don't like social media. I don't use it. I'm like, okay. I get that, like, it's a time suck. It is. It's a giant fucking waste of right, time. Right, for sure. And I waste way too much of time on it. So I can respect that if you're just like, I'm just not into it because I, like, don't have the time and I don't care to post my own stuff. Like, it just doesn't interest me. But I don't like when people are actually, like, think they're better than other people because uh. they're like, oh, I deleted it. I don't use it. I'm, like, very, like, anti. It's like, here's your yeah. cookie good for you you're so <laughs> cool I'm so happy that you like are choosing to be off there it's like that's fine like again I don't have um whatever it's called it's Facebook so I'm yeah. kind of a hypocrite because I talk shit on Facebook all the time because <laughs> I think Facebook is for boomers and it's super cringe but there's there's something for every like sector it's right true. it's like you know you got Facebook millennial and or no Facebook boomer Instagram millennial, yeah. TikTok Gen, Gen Z. Z. Although I know a lot of Gen Zers who are not really into TikTok anymore. I love TikTok. It's so funny because I'm like, it's interesting because that's a whole dynamic for sure. Like people who reject or don't want to get into the social media space at all. It is a little interesting. I get it though because it's nice to take cleanses. Yeah, And to for not sure. like, to be able to just go through your day without caring about social media. So I feel like there's a balance and a line, but I don't think it has to be all or nothing. Like, but like, okay, Miles Teller, one of the biggest actors in the world, he doesn't have any social media. And I'm kind of bummed about it. Like, I would love for him to have an account. Please have an account because I want to see like behind the scenes of your life. I want to see all these things. We want access. You know, like a lot of the A-listers don't have social media. Because their whole life, they can't even go to the grocery store in peace. Right. You know what I mean? Mm. Where me, I'm like, look at me. I'm going to the grocery store. <laughs> Everyone, I've got to tell my car wash. I got to tell the whole world because yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. cringe. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's like a fine line. If you're dating but, someone and you find them on an app and they don't have it, like, what's your initial like thought? It's fine as long as they don't judge me for having it. Okay, that's my thing. I'm like. I don't care if like you don't have social media is not your thing. That's fair. Like yeah, it yeah, is yeah. a time suck. I'm like, even though I just like to look at memes and laugh all day, but and dogs, <laughs> but I don't want them to be like judging me because I actively. Yeah. Like judging people who have media. it and yeah. use it. So yeah. I don't like, I don't judge you for not having it. I'm like, good, do what, like fill your day with what makes you happy. But if they have a problem that like I, cause some people even on their dating apps will be like not obsessed with social media or like, we'll get along best if you also don't have social media. It's like, Ooh, well then yeah. don't date me because yeah. trust me, I do. Well, it's good. Cause that maybe that weeds out the category. Maybe it's good for them to put it out there. You but know yeah, what I mean? like I, again, I don't care if someone doesn't have it i don't think it's a red flag i don't think it's weird i just yeah you should show me the same respect of not caring that i have it it seems like a personality type for sure yeah yeah are you into it or are you not <laughs> i don't know i'm judging guys hard though i'm <laughs> like if you're coming out here with all these selfies and it just seems like more self-obsessed for some reason i don't know why i'm not here for it i just i but like jacob's a, a good balance of social media his Lately. he's on it he watches it yes. he like consumes he consumes stuff, a lot and he posts sporadically For like sure. he posts bigger moments and that's it yeah yeah like his last two posts were basically like my birthday post he'll just post like one which was like year. in october and it's july he's <laughs> <laughs> like time for my annual instagram post yeah no, anniversary literally. check tori's birthday check totally. to be continued yep. see you next year there we go i love that i love that for us um okay so we quit our jobs. <sighs> okay, deep breath. Kind of. 
I know. Deep breaths. I'm like, I've been an emotional roller coaster. Okay, behind the scenes, Sam hasn't talked about this yet. So we thought it would be really, really fun to bring this to you guys here exclusive. Because I keep meaning to make an actual like static Instagram post on my feed just saying my my life update is, but I haven't had time. Like I start work so early in the morning and then by the time it's like I have a free time, I'm like, all right, well, I missed my like window to post and it's like I've got too much shit and it's like. Huh. Also, it's just a lot for you, I think. I'm not to ready to process. admit it either. Like your move was a lot bigger than yeah, mine. Yeah, I'm not ready to admit it. And I also want to go by my old job and drop off some treats and like a like love notes to yeah. my old coworkers that I'm going to miss dearly. But I also haven't had a time because I'm literally working myself. So even though I say I quit my job, it's because I have two and now yeah, I only have one. Yeah. This is the first time in my life I haven't had three jobs. Insane. Always. Isn't like while I was a NICU nurse, I was per diem at a second NICU and teaching nursing school. So I had three jobs. Yeah. Let's go through the background. Oh, you for, want, okay. We let's do a yeah, recap. Yeah, yeah. Recap. Let's do a recap from like start to finish okay. really quick for people who are so unfamiliar. graduated nursing school in like fall of 2011, started a new grad program in the NICU, level four NICU in January 2012. Worked in the NICU for seven years, level four. And partially towards the end of that was per diem at another local level three NICU. And then you guys can go listen to the burnout episode. I think it's like in January, 2021. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Burnout episode. It's kind of like why I left the NICU, left the NICU and joined emergency transport, did flight helicopter emergency transport for the last three years from fall of 2018 up until July of 2022. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Sad. Um, Yeah. And I was teaching nursing school. So um, in January of 2020, I took a full-time salaried, full-time position teaching nursing school. Was still doing flight nursing part-time, but full-time teaching nursing school, teaching theory, which was a very time-consuming job. Yeah, Because the program I taught for was year-round. So summers, like there was no real breaks and no time off. And it was definitely after two years and then teaching over COVID things all of a sudden halfway through the semester transitioned to Zoom which they stayed up until I quit. So it just was a lot. And then in January, 2022 is when I got in my um, job as a device rep, medical device rep, which I've been doing full time since January. I am still adjusting to corporate life Monday to Friday. It's not a nine to five because I don't have an office. I work from home, but I'm out in the field a lot. I obviously, you guys see me traveling. I am traveling all over and my schedule's chaotic. And some days I start really early. Some days I don't. Some days it's yeah. it's all over the place. But it's very, and I thought like, oh, I could still stay per diem and do flight nursing per diem on the weekends because I love that job. I love that nursing job more than any job I've ever had. Like, love it. But I cannot, I came to the point and I talked to Tori about it. I'm like, I cannot be a good team member to the the flight team because it is a very small knit tight team and be engaged, but also be engaged at my new job, which I have aspirations of getting promotions and certain like goals I'm going for. Yeah, a lot of development there that you... There's a lot of career potential and growth and development opportunities that I'm actively like working really hard on chasing. But I can't be... I don't want to be mediocre at two things. Right. And I can't be the best team member and flight nurse by barely being there once or twice a month. And I can't really invest my full self into this new job when I'm working Monday to Friday and then exhausting myself on the weekends by doing 12-hour nursing shifts. So something's got to give at this point. And it just, oh, it was like the hardest decision. But I just couldn't be there in the way that I needed to be. And 
I was there for the phone call. I know. I cried. She was so emotional. I cried. I called my manager and I was like crying and I'm like, I just, I'm spread too thin and I'm, I've always been spread too thin, but at this time it's like you come down to the day and it's again, the choice. Do I be mediocre at two things or do I just finally have to stick with one and be really good at one? And I'm going to try to be really good at one because this was a new career opportunity and I am committed to really going for it and seeing what I can do in that space. But it was hard because I was at that hospital for 10 and a half years. Yeah. It's so to quit thing. a quit a job that you've been at for 10 and a half years is, ooh, well, it's and hard. your sister My sister works still there, works there. And then your stepdad was a big piece yeah, of that so hospital. That hospital had my, like, heart right. and soul. So it was, that was a tough one. I know. it's Changes are hard. Um, you got to just sometimes bet on yourself, though. And it's like where I could be in five years in this industry is really like sky's the limit yeah and it's exciting for you and it also selfishly it opens up more time for us yes I needed I like honestly between that at least now I have weekends to work on the podcast yeah like we're recording five interviews just this weekend yeah 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 and I like imagine if I had to squeeze a 12-hour shift in there too like yeah there's no something I had to give at some point and honestly the podcast is my primary like this is my baby and then my new career it's like that's all that I have the emotional like energy for right well, now. Well, that's good. You know, and that there's comes a time when, you know, changes need to happen. Yeah, you you know? have to just recognize and make yeah. some tough calls sometimes when you, you know, they're the right one, but it doesn't make them any easier. Yeah, for sure. Um, on my end. So many of you guys know this. I started in the NICU at the level four hospital where Sam and I started. I worked there full time nights. Um, and then I went and did some travel in the LA or Orange County area. I've worked day shift, night shift per diem. I started the blogging and then I started the podcast. Um, more recently, I was working two per diem jobs. And one of the jobs that I moved over to is night shift per diem. Um, and just balancing the two jobs, the holidays, the weekends. Two just, schedules is the worst. It is. It's so hard. Two I'm weekend like, requirements, oh. two holiday requirements, having to do mandatory education at both, keeping up different certifications, skills days. It's not even the blah, work blah, blah. that's hard, to be honest. Like the shifts, it wasn't the shifts. because no, It's not the hours it's put in, it's all hours. the other stuff. It's everything else. It's like, oh, by the way, you have a class for this. You have to do mm-hmm. certification for that. You, you know, this is need mandatory. to update that. Yeah. Yep. And you know, I mean, it was a little difficult. I will say balancing day shifts and night shifts is kind of a nightmare. I don't recommend it. Yeah, flip-flopping is For horrendous. Sure. Um, but okay, I have gotten this question a lot. And then we're going to go into a little bit of Sam's um, job as well. But in terms of per diem, so why I was working two per diem jobs, mm-hmm. because a lot of nurses are doing that. Yeah, now. why not just be full-time right, or be part-time with one per diem? For sure. I mean, that's a very, very valid thing. So for me, the, the main thing that it came down to is I want to work the most amount of money per hour for the least amount of days. That's just point blank where I'm at, especially with growing with the podcast and finishing grad school and all these things. Um, And I know for me personally, you know, I, I can't do three days a week. I can't do a full-time schedule. Like three days, three shifts is my max. Mm-hmm. I will work some weeks full-time, but most weeks I'm doing one or two. 
Um, the benefits of working per diem, right? You get increased pay. Great. Love that. We get to fill in for staff. Love that for me because basically I can come in and rescue a staff member if they need a day off, if it works for my schedule. Mm-hmm. I have a freer schedule, which I absolutely love. Um, it's less you know, when you're working, let's say, for example, one per diem job, it's less holiday pay, or I'm sorry, less holiday demand, you have less weekend demands, which is great. Um, But there are some downsides to it. So I don't receive my health insurance through my work, I receive it through Jake's work, which is a luxury. And I'm aware of that. That's definitely something that, you know, for me, yeah, like that wouldn't be an option for me, for sure. Like, and that's not for a lot of people. Um, It's also not necessarily guaranteed hours. So, yeah, so if you call in sick, you just don't get paid. You don't have sick time, right? Exactly. I don't have sick or time. If you go on vacation. Yep, I don't. Yeah. So, you know, I still have to put in vac- vacation requests if I really wanted that for a week. But so, you know, some jobs do guarantee you the hours, but you're not necessarily going to get all the guaranteed hours that a staff member gets. Mm-hmm. But at the long, at the end of the day where I'm at right now, they're busy enough and I think that one, I can either rescue someone who needs the hours, I'm still going to get the hours. And even if I didn't, it's not at a point where I I felt the need that I have to have. I feel like it's easy to always pick up for someone. Like you could literally just send out a group text or Facebook post or whatever and be like, Hey, does anyone want me to pick up Thursday? And like three people will be like me. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) And I really love that. I mean, I like being able to help out the unit too, but balancing the two jobs for me personally, just it became um, too much and doing days and nights flip-flopping is really hard. Um, so I'm really curious for your job because I know a lot of people are going to have questions about what you're doing. <laughs> right. And it's I'm like, no one has world. any, everyone thinks I'm a travel nurse. <laughs> I get all these DMs that are people well, are like, you're still wearing scrubs. So it's probably confusing. Yes. I'm wearing scrubs right now because Maybe I just I'll came her. from work. You and came I from and scrubs. I'm going into because as a vendor going into hospitals, we wear scrubs, but, um, yeah, I get DMs all the time being like, so do you just fly and work your shifts and come back? I'm like, I don't work shifts anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't know that I could ever do a 12 hour shift again. Oh, now that I'm not fine. doing them, yeah. it's like, that seems like a long time. But again, granted, I've done it 11 years, guys. It's not like I'm a baby nurse that like, no, and no offense to baby nurses. If you only want to be a nurse two years and go on to other things, I support that. I'm not one of those people that talk shit on like getting in and getting out. Like versus me, I'll do what makes you happy. I'm on the opposite end of you where for me going in for one or two shifts, 12 hours and just being able to go in and clock in and clock out is amazing. Like for me right now, I used to feel that and I just can't now. I'm like, Oh my God, if I had to be stuck somewhere for 12 hours, Uh, I would probably, you're a free bird. I'm a free bird. bird. I just, Mm -hmm. yeah. And again, like I said, it's been 11 long years of being a nurse before I've gotten to this point. So it's like, I've paid my dues. I've earned my time. I wanted to move on to something else. So let's talk about the pivot. Yeah. Yeah. How let's go into that. And you know, where you started, let's go into that situation. Like how I got it or like where let's let's get into one, the decision to pivot. And then what did you do to start this process? So here's the thing is I always went into this job with the intention of saying, I'm still going to work. I'm not going to quit my flight nursing job. Even when I was interviewing, I told them I'm not quitting that job. I'm going to stay per diem. Like I'm going to do that on weekends. I'm still going to do that job. And then once I started, I'm like, I'm drowning. I can't, but it was more because I had the decision not to leave being a flight nurse, but the decision to leave teaching. And the decision to leave teaching was the fact that I'd been on Zoom for two years and they were going to go back on campus Yeah, in spring Wasn't 2022. It. And I was like, y'all are going to go back on campus, but I'm not. <laughs> like, I don't want to sit on campus for eight hours a day and be teaching a class. My classes are three and a half hours long. 
and there are two of them back to back. That's like seven hours of lecturing. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Every day, week after week. And it's like one thing if I get to do it on Zoom and at least kind of like, okay. Feed the dogs and make yourself yeah, and lunch. Have a snack and like take a nap in between classes or even just be home. Water. But to be on campus, I was like, I no, yeah. it's too much. The workload for teaching was too much. And I was just a little burnt out with some of the other politics of teaching and some of the other things. And I just was like, Oh, I, I can't like, I feel, and I'm just redundantly teaching the same class over and over and over. And this That's isn't like filling too. my cup anymore. And then my job really came about through networking. I what talked to do? people. Um, my friend is actually a rep for a completely different company. And she met someone from my company, got their business card and gave it to me and said, Hey, call them. And I just out of the blue was like, hi, Sam, like, do you mind telling me what your job is? Like, what do you even do? And they told me, this is my job. This is what I do. And like, send me your resume. I sent her my resume and she shot it over to the people. She was in the Midwest, the people that live in California. And that was in May of 2021. And I didn't start my job until January of 2022. So I was in contact with them for so just waiting for the right opportunity. I considered moving to NorCal for this same job. And then I was like, I don't want to move my whole life. And I wasn't in a rush. It wasn't like I was fleeing something. I didn't need this job. I wanted it, but I right. didn't need it. So I wasn't in a rush. I was like, I'll be patient and wait until the right opportunity yeah, comes up. And then in the fall, um, like November of 2021, I was contacted and said, hey, are you interested in like repping for LA Vegas? And I said, absolutely. And then I started the interview process, which was like eight, nine, nine, ten weeks. It was very long. It was long. a long time. It was like I remember over like, two months. And they were long interviews. They were long. And it was, I interviewed with like ten different people. I even flew to Arizona for an in-person. It was just a long process. And then I finally got the offer and I just never looked back. Here I am, corporate, corporate girl. We love corporate <laughs> life. Um, what is one thing you wish you knew before you started? Um, I think I would just wish I knew more about the industry and it's of itself. I really came into it so green. I don't know anything about sales. So many of us don't. Or even just the behind the scenes of, I mean, you guys have no idea what it goes into purchasing devices and equipment for your hospitals. None of us do. It's a crazy just world out there. So, um, but I honestly, I'm, I think if anything, I just wish I talked to more people and learned more, but I'm happy with. It's almost like I've, sometimes going in blind is going a good in and I I went in like a sponge though. I'm I went into it saying I'm just teach me everything. So that's the attitude you have to go into it. So it's not even like I wish I knew this cuz it's like I'm not going to fault myself for not knowing what I didn't know, but I've been open to learning and that's been the biggest like best thing. What's something that you're doing right now to succeed in your new role? everything you know like <laughs> when I started as a new grad nurse I quickly like climbed the ranks and became a level three and then a clin four and whatever I'm like and joined every committee I'm doing the same thing so I'm applying to this like leadership committee next month hopefully I have to interview for it but hopefully I get accepted into that I am just trying to network within my own company and meet other people tomorrow I'm teaching a remote class for someone that is in Ohio because Ooh. I'm just trying to be a team player, yeah. help out where I can. I just went to San Diego earlier this week to help out the rep down there who doesn't, who needed help. And that's not my territory. So I'm just trying to be a team player, network, get involved in leadership opportunities and other projects and things like that to really just kind of build my internal resume here because I really have plans of in the 2023 getting promoted to national level or other just growth there's a lot of career opportunities and I plan on taking advantage of them 
what um i i want to go back to this really quick because i do mm-hmm. think this is something to talk about because i saw the behind the scenes and like how complex it was so going back to the interview process and um just maybe speaking to how different it was when you're applying for bedside versus a role like this because this was i saw this whole process and i think I, to apply for a bedside nurse job it's like you go and you interview and it's like maybe with the nurse manager Maybe the nurse manager, an educator, or maybe it's even a panel interview where there's some staff nurses or whatever. And then that's usually it. Right. And they usually call you on your way home and offer you the job if, unless you totally sucked. Um, I'll say it's different for new grads, right? Obviously, new grads is a lot different interviewing than interviewing for um, experienced nurse. But it's usually one interview, maybe a follow-up. Yeah. But in this day, they're so short-staffed. Yeah, I'd be shocked if exactly. anyone's doing a second interview for a staff nurse job. Absolutely. It's like your resume gets you the interview. And if your personality is decent in the interview, you usually get the job based on your experience and your skill set. So this is a completely different thing. Like I took a personality test. <laughs> I like, again, had interviews with so many different people all over the country. And then I actually did like the in-person field ride um, where I flew to Arizona and spent the day like kind of it was like along. excessive and the other thing too <laughs> I'll say this was during the process lucky enough that I had a girlfriend who's also in this and I actually feel like it might be fun to do an episode with her yeah. we should get her on because um, she's been in the industry for so long and she has so many amazing stories and things but um, I had Sam reach out to her because I almost pulled out of the interview process because yes. I got fed up. You were almost like I was over like, you it. either want me or you don't. Right. Like, you know my inner, you know my resume. You've got a feel for my personality. Like, what other hoops? Like, you either want me or you don't. At this point, I'm so over it. Like, yeah. I don't need this job. Right. So I was getting so like, just okay. I'm over it. I'm fed up. And then I talked to her, and she's like, "Listen, this is the industry standard. You need to prove that you're actually willing to work and you want it, and just suck it up." Yeah. <laughs> and. I was like, okay, I needed that pep talk because I almost was just like, nah, never mind. Like, I'm going to pull, like, withdraw my application. But yeah, I'm yeah. glad I did not. <laughs> um, if someone is looking or, like, maybe interested in something like this, do you have any tips for them? Update your LinkedIn okay. completely, like, fully, and work with recruiters. That They're the ones that are going to find you different roles and stuff. Like, recruiters are going to look for people that match the qualifications for different companies, Um, based on you know they require different levels of experience different types of experience it depends what type of device and company you're repping so do your homework learn about the different companies learn about the different think about what products you use on your unit devices products etc that you use and you feel like you're almost a super user on and then look up who makes them and then go to that company's website and see what type of openings they have but again update make your resume pretty resume rx (laughs) but like fix up your resume like you better not have a trash resume because aesthetics are everything in this type of industry Industry. too um and then update your linkedin and then honestly if you even can work with like a recruiter and then just start networking like crazy even on linkedin and stuff just network 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 talk to everyone in terms of experience what do you think is good in this industry if you start as a nurse and you're working bedside like how much experience do you think someone needs to i think the bare minimum that some companies will even take is two years but I say even more is better. So at least like three to five years um, experience. So I would say at least three. And it depends if you need critical care. Like it depends OR. It depends what type of device you're repping. You really kind of need your background to be 
an asset to the type of product that you would be a rep for. Yeah, I know for my girlfriend who she works in medical device and she does specifically cardiology. She works with yeah. cardiologists. So you'd want to be like a CVIC nurse yeah. or OR yeah. and have ca- or cath lab. And she goes into the OR. I feel like we should bring her on because her yeah. like how she does it is amazing. She was never a nurse, so I will say that, but she does a lot of education. There's a lot of continuing mm-hmm. education and things like that. Something else I was going to say is a hot tip for this kind of role um, that – Jacob actually suggested was if you're interested in something like this and it's maybe along the lines of sales is to start kind of brushing up on sales and oh absolutely consume podcasts start reading books books about sales that's what I've been doing I've been listening to podcasts Josh Braun has a podcast he also has courses on his own personal website that I've been looking at and then there's a book called like the little um red book of sales and then there's another book called like never pay full price is that what it's nice. called um so yeah. yeah really start doing your own homework and research about it I think that's kind of like any and you industry. should be working on like self-development right right that's actually a really good point too I just think for any industry you're trying to get into it's just a really hot tip it's just to start really trying to dive into what it is and really consume all the things you can you know whether mm-hmm. it's podcasts or you know start reading and up working on, on your own professional development and yeah, personal growth for sure um How's it going so far? How are you liking it? I love it. I'm a little tired. I miss my dogs a lot from all the travel, but all the perks are super cool. I just, again, I'm so hyper-focused right now on like advancing my career within there and being a leader and like going places. As cool as this job is, and I could probably do this job for the next 15 years and be content. You know me, like right. nuts. I always want more. So I've already kind of like, okay, what, what could be next? So I have sunk my teeth in. So I'm working my butt off, but it's funny because like like, I'll be on like, listen to phone calls and like anything they say, it's like, yes, yes, yes. You're the yes queen right now, which I love. And you're like jumping into it full fledged. And I think it's amazing to see. Well, someone's got to pay these vet bills. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like at the point where I'm like, I either need to take this career to the next level with what I'm doing here or I need to start OnlyFans because I mm. the I cannot afford one more $2,000 surgery right Speaking now. Speaking of which, <laughs> we have something really exciting that we, oh. on the back end, that we are so excited about. So um, we've been self-producing and we still are self-producing, but we just signed on with an amazing network who... Um, is going to help us with, you know, kind of back end more production. And we're just so excited about this next step. We've worked so hard. We're just, you know, out here, boss girlings, way, clo- <laughs> way too close to the sun. It's going to help us be able to give you guys better and more content too, though, yeah, and everything. Yeah. So it's really exciting. And the biggest thing, our biggest ask of you, I guess, is like, please, when you listen to our episodes, if you can download them yeah. <laughs> instead of stream them, that helps us immensely. It's so interesting because in the podcast world, I don't know why that is, but downloads are definitely the way that we our mark everything yeah. we don't get counted for streams which so yeah that actually is a huge huge piece of it so if you are listening please you can download it and then once it's done downloading you can delete them all like, yeah but if you initially download them that makes a huge difference for our analytics yeah. and again it just 
It's like a free way to support our show so that we can give more back to you. Absolutely. The other thing I was going to say is thank you so much for all of you who are sharing the podcast. It's yeah. so awesome to hear. Thank you. You know, we've gotten, I've gotten quite a few recently where someone's like, hey, like I just heard about, you know, the podcast from a colleague of mine or a friend like or my the girlfriend. the most or, exciting thing. It's so cool. Whenever that happens, my heart gets all like, Ooh. We love it. The selfie fam. We're growing here. We love yes. it. So we're really excited about this. This is a whole new big world for us. We've been working very very hard to get to the point where we you know can get here and start making this sort of you know like a, a def like more of a career this mm -hmm. is like becoming this is what we want we want to be the selfie moms for life yes. and continue to bring amazing content and talk about the ups and downs and the things that we're doing it's crazy to think too like since we started the podcast like how many jobs have we had since we started like I don't know we God. you've All been through like four and I've <laughs> been through like three or four oh, so man. I guess what I'm saying is like just never underestimate the opportunities out there. And if you are someone that's wanting like a change or you're trying to get into something, you know, go for it and you sink your teeth into it. You know, if you're trying to start a podcast, a blog, if you're trying a new job, you're trying to get into NICU, you're trying to get picky, you're trying to get into device you know, become a device rep or educator or just get into do management. the thing. It's never too late to do the thing. Do it. Like don't wait like it's now. I got Just the coolest it. message this last week from a follower. Um, and she sent me this, the sweetest message. And she basically said like, thank you so much for, you know, highlighting all these things. I'm a mom of, she's a single mom of two and she's just finishing nursing school and applying to her jobs. And it's just like stories like that to hear, you know, that so cool, you know, we here really want to build a community with you guys and, you know, to be able to share these stories and continue to inspire you guys. And so we're so thankful for all of you for listening. So thank you so much for being here with us. We're really excited for all the new things coming up uh both of us have a little less load on us currently which is really nice because that helps us with production mm -hmm. for the show um and yeah all these amazing things coming up we're pumped and pumped for iceland, iceland! <laughs> i guess Let's i'm talking about go. it but it's just because i want everyone to come and spend new year's with us because it's gonna be so rad yes and it's only 25 percent down initially and then you can make payments as you go which is really amazing we are just this is going to be the trip of a lifetime um something else that we got a request for and i don't know if we're gonna be able to is potentially maybe doing something locally someone just dropped a dm when we asked in the questions if we could do an la like meetup so maybe we'll put something on the books and see if we can yeah, do like a meetup with you guys um because we would love the opportunity to get to know more of you anyways so if that's something that you're interested in send us a dm over on uh selfie c-e-l-l-f-i-e underscore podcast let us know if you're interested and you're in the area you know we can see um what we can do because that would be really fun too that would be awesome yeah and mm -hmm. then bali i think is almost filled yes almost. so yeah links in bio for iceland and bali and again all our other goodies all so goodies. yay yeah and then um as you guys know, if you guys leave us a review, we're going to be sending over a swag bag. Rad Girl Pens, it's still, um, I think she was a little bit on the back order. So they, I'm waiting for those to come in before I send in May, June, and the beginning of July. Because we want you guys to get them. I want you to cool. get Yeah, this is like such a cute little piece to add to your badge. It's um, a little iconic or selena our little girl it's her on it's a little badge what do they call that badge clip so you can just clip it on there and it's so cute it's mm -hmm. like our little selfie moment because we love a selfie pun and thank you so much make sure you guys send us a rate and review and then drop your um insta handle there so we can send that to you 
and whatever. Oh, five stars on Spotify. Yes, Thank you. love you. Love you, love you. And make sure you're following us on our Insta. That's at Nurse Story. And at Hey Samantha with two A's. And stay tuned. We have a fun episode. We have some really week. amazing, amazing yeah, Like I said, we episodes. recorded with five guests this weekend. So we're going to be dropping some fire in the, over the next few weeks. Absolutely. So stay tuned. And we'll see you on Tuesday. Bye. Bye.